Hi, I'm Matt Cotty. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and on this show, I share helpful strategies to help you overcome common mental health challenges. After years of working with others and navigating my own personal struggles, I know real transformation starts from within. And when people are able to heal as individuals, they bring that restoration into their families, friendships, and communities, which is why a restored mind is the beginning of a restored world. Welcome to the Restored Mind Show. All right. Hey there, and welcome to this uh, episode where we're going to talk about how OCD develops. And so for those of you that don't know me, my name is Matt Cotty, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker and the founder of Restored Minds. And so um, on this on this episode, though, I want to talk about how the cycle of OCD develops. And so OCD, you know, it stands for obsessive compulsive disorder. And really is composed of four components, right? So you have the obsession, right, which is the intrusive thought often or the fear, fearful thought, right, the thought that produces a particular anxiety, right, and that's the second component. And then so you have this emotional component of anxiety or oftentimes guilt or shame or doubt or uncertainty. And then you have the compulsive behavior, which is the, the behavior, both physical and mental, Right, that the person does to ultimately gain relief, and that's the fourth part. So obsession, anxiety, or let's call it uncomfortable feelings, compulsion, and then relief. And it works in a cycle. And so I want to talk about how this idea of this cycle developing, right? And what really happens is that the mind, you know, produces these, like one of the, the unique things about human beings, right, is that we have this ability to pre-experience stressful situations, right? So like if you were going to go on a plane and you don't like flying, right, we have this ability to get stressed out before we're ever even on the plane, right? And that's that's a unique thing to humans, right? And because our brain can essentially future pace that scenario in our head and we react presently like that's really happening, right? The, the brain, it, or I'm sorry, the body doesn't know the difference between an actual event happening, right, versus an imagined event happening, right? And so it react, it will react the same way. And, you know, the same way how, you know, you might get um, aroused off of a, a fantasy in your mind, right? Or, you know, it would generate cool feelings about thinking about something that you, you like doing or, you know, going on a vacation or whatever, right? And that's, and that's the unique thing. And so what happens with OCD is that the brain produces this kind of futuristic thought generally, right? Or it could be in the past, but it's generally in the future, right? So like, what if this happens, right? Like, what if I get this horrible disease and after touching a doorknob? And then your body responds with like an anxious response and the stress response, right? And then you do a compulsion. So you wash your hands and then you get relief. And what happens is, is that your brain learns two things in that particular instance, right? So it learns that, well, okay, because I produced that thought and because I actually had that stress response, right? Um, and then I did a behavior and then I felt better. Well, that stress response that I produced, you know, to keep me safe, right? That's what the stress response is for is, is, is a survival response, a fight or flight response, right? Because your body produced that stress response with that imagined event and then you reacted to it and then it, you got relief, your brain's learning that, oh, well, that must have actually been a real threat, so the next time you have the thought, then it produces the same stress response, often even higher, right? Then conversely, when you do the behavior that gives you relief, that calms down the anxiety, 
Well, your brain also learns that, hey, that behavior kept you safe. So then your brain's going to encourage you to do the same exact behavior again, right? So that's why people will end up washing their hands, you know, like for two hours straight under scolding hot water, right? Or they'll end up, you know, essentially checking things, you know, time and time and time and time again. And and so what, what really develops in OCD is a conditioned response, right? You know, from that you're, you're essentially conditioning that stress response to fire off on that same thought by reacting to it, right? And that's really how that cycle of OCD develops in anyone, regardless of what the actual obsession is, right? Because there's many times that we have a thought, we might get anxious about it, we don't do anything about it. And, um, you know, ultimately, we don't get the relief, our body calms down, and then our brain realizes, oh, well, that threat must not have been real, right? What causes that loop to develop is those continued behaviors that we do, that ultimately reinforce the idea that that was a fearful, uh, dangerous situation. And then because they produced relief, our brain keeps producing and, you know, it keeps producing the thought and then keeps encouraging us to engage in that behavior. And that's what, that's what causes that cycle to really develop. So, you know, hopefully that was um, helpful in understanding. Again, I just wanted to answer that, that one question in this video. But again, if you um, found this helpful, we always appreciate if you'd like and subscribe and share, um, you know, across your uh, social platforms. And then also, we have some free resources down below in the links, you know, so we have some free guides, uh, assessments, as well as, you know, other resources to help you on this journey if you are struggling with uh, OCD or anxiety or any really type of psychological stress. So um, thank you for taking the time to watch this video, and I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Take care.